ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the CNM podcast. Cody here and Marcel. Yep, we're back. And uh, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I this is my intention to do a podcast, you know, this week, but I forgot my notes. I don't know what I did with them. You know, they were here and now they're not here. Um, so I I think that's going to bring this one to a close. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to CNM Podcast, and we'll see everybody next week. Hold the fuck on, you little what, bitch. What? What? Just because you forgot your notes doesn't mean jack shit. I still have mine, and I'll go off the top of my fucking head. Well, well, so let's let's keep going. No, no, no. I forgot my notes, dude. I don't know where the fuck they're jack. at. I don't give a fuck. I, I know. I know. You forgot your notes. You're unprepared. You're unprofessional. You're a little bitch. So I guess I'm gonna have to take over for this one unless you uh, find your fucking notes in the next five seconds. Wait, 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 bitch! Found them. They're right here. There you go, <laughs> oh fucker. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CNM podcast. Cody and Marcel here. I have my notes, so let's get to doing this shit. Uh, Marcel, how's it going today, man? Today is going slow, besides Bubbles being a little bitch and doesn't want to take care of her kittens. So I kind of have to. But other than that, it's a great day. Right. Uh, uh, Bubbles is one of Marcel's cats, for those of you who are new listening to this podcast for the very first time. Uh, so uh, how's the kittens doing, Marcel? Like, um, how are they uh, developing? So far, they look like they're developing well. They're growing. They're still, you know fucking kittens and babies and they'll cry a lot right um but yeah so i mean are they are they at the point where they should start moving around and whatnot a little bit more and um, socializing not yet i'd give it like another day or two yeah so uh marcel is uh uh being the you know taking care of what now six cats now yep six so, I mean, if you want a cat, let me know. Yeah, I'll ship it to you in the cute box <laughs> with a bow on it. Yep. Look all fancy and shit. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, we're, uh, you know, we're been, we've been pretty busy as of late, you know, with uh, our jobs and trying to create video content for you guys. However, we got some bad news. You know, we made a video on this. On you already, but I'll just touch upon it real quick. Um, YouTube has decided to change their monetization policy. Um, now, the new threshold for monetization you have to have 4,000 hours of watch time and you have to have, have a thousand subscribers for your YouTube channel in order to get remonetized. Um, so, Marcel and I were at 300 subscribers. So we need 700 more subscribers, and we need um, a lots of watch time hours because right now I looked it up. We only, have, we only have like 10 total days of watch time. Like I don't know how many hours that is, but I don't think it's quite you know at the mark that YouTube has like set. So um, so yeah, we'll have to f- figure out our strategy for 2018 now. You know, so I have to get more subscribers and get more watch time hours and all that shit. Um, I'm pretty pissed off about it still. Um, I mean, it's been a couple of days since I found out about it. Um, I mean, yeah, because 
here's the thing. Like we got monetization when we first like started this channel. Help Marcel got like 10,000 views the first fucking day we started that channel off of his GTA video. You know, that's still our most popular video on our channel is his GTA gameplay and whatnot. So like, I mean, oh, we got that threshold in one fucking day. You know, and that was like right after we were done with the Visionary Network. And now on February 20th, we're going to lose our monetization. So we won't be making any more money off off this channel. And we won't be making money, period, off YouTube until we get re-monetized. Um, so, yeah, it, it sucks, you know, but it's not going to stop us from producing content and putting content out. Uh, anything else you want to touch on, Marcel, when it comes to that? It's fucking retarded! I swear to God, I want to shoot him in the face. But, I mean, we're still going to be on our grind. We're going to still make videos and, you know, just keep doing us. We're going to, like, hopefully put this behind us and more get back to monetization. But, like, I mean, same as Cody, I'm so pissed about it that we get monetization. Like, the first video we put out there because of my GTA. And it's like, it's like... You know, when you get paid from your job and they're already taking money, that money back from you, you ever had that happen? I didn't think so. Because now we are. We have that happen to us. You know, we love YouTube. We love making videos. make love entertaining people. And now they're taking it back. And now we have practically have to start all the way from the beginning and all over again. Right. And it's just fucking ridiculous and whatnot. And... You know, and I mean, and to all our fans, thank you guys for your support. You know, I mean, when we put out the video, we just got nothing but support from, you know, everybody who, uh, who is subscribed and gives a fuck about what we do. You know, I really appreciate it. I mean, you guys have no idea how much we, we appreciate your support, um, and everything we do when it comes to the podcast videos, all that shit, you guys make it all possible. So we enjoy entertaining you guys, and hopefully we can grow and and get back to being on YouTube because we want to be one of the big channels, dude. I mean, we want to get up there and you know with Logan Paul, Jake Paul, and fucking Rice Gum and all these other YouTubers. But we're just gonna do it better, you know. <laughs> we're not gonna do any dumb shit, you know, and whatnot. To dead body, yeah, <laughs> have a dead body fucking trending number one on YouTube and shit. Uh, but anyways, um, thank you guys. You guys are awesome. And also we're going to have a, you know, plug our sponsor here and that's the K and a show. Yes. Keith and Anthony bring to you a comedy podcast weekly and they are known for their hashtag dear best skits and their fierce roasted angel hashtag. Angel! Right. And you can listen on the K&A show on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. So, yes, be sure to subscribe to the K&A show. And, yeah, it's a great podcast. You guys should check it out. Keith and Anthony are hilarious. And it's even more funny when they roast the fuck out of Angel. So, yeah, be sure to, uh, you know, also also like their Facebook page, which is at K&A Radio Show and on Twitter at K&A Show. All right, and now, now we're going to get on to our song of the episode, and you know it's about a guy who's going to be a heavy subject of this podcast, and that is 
WWE superstar Roman Reigns. Yes, we're going to talk about the latest controversy that is surrounding Roman Reigns, and we're actually going to play his theme song, which is called The Truth Reigns. So, yeah, when we come back, we'll be discussing Roman Reigns here on the CNN Podcast. Reigns, yes, the truth reigns. And what is the truth involving the latest allegations against Roman Reigns possibly being involved in a steroid distribution ring? Um, uh, this this story has gotten some you know some pretty notable media attention. Um, there was this guy who. Um, had a company called Wellness Fitness Nutrition. And this company sold steroids and other performance-enhancing drugs supposedly to Roman Reigns, uh, other well-known celebrities such as Mark Wahlberg. Um, but yeah, this guy named Richard Rodriguez, he was like the head of the uh, of the company and he was distributing the uh, steroids. Um, he had an interview with this YouTuber called uh, John Bravo. And he named Roman Reigns as one of his clients and that he sold steroids and performance enhancing drugs um, to Roman Reigns. And, you know, it's caused quite a stir, you know, on the media. And uh, Roman Reigns has issued a statement. Uh, and the, Roman Reigns said, and I quote, I have never heard of Richard Rodriguez or Wellness Fitness Nutrition. I learned from the mistake I made nearly two years ago and pay the penalty for it. Since then, I've passed 11 tests as part of WWE's independent drug testing program. So, yeah, so Roman Reigns is denying that, you know, he has done anything or bought any kind of performance-enhancing drugs, you know, from this Richard Rodriguez. Um I mean, if something comes out, you know, any proof that Roman Reigns was involved with this, then WWE will have to suspend him. And, you know, it, 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 it couldn't come at a worse time because, you know, we're on the road to WrestleMania. 
you know, this is WWE's biggest time of the year, starting with the Royal Rumble, and then, of course, the biggest event of the year, WrestleMania, um, which will happen in early April, and Roman Reigns will figure into their plans, probably, and he'll probably have a big match. Um, he's been in the main event of WrestleMania for the past three years, and he's looking for his fourth WrestleMania main event this year, most likely. But um, so, yeah, but Marcel, what is your opinion on this? Do you think the guy's lying? You know, do you think Roman Reigns is lying? Because, I mean, Roman Reigns has had some issues in the past with, you know, using Adderall, and he got suspended for that. Um, but what is your take on this? My take is that it could possibly be that the guy's just, you know, trying to set up Roman Reigns and make him seem like a bad guy, make him seem like he's going back into bad stuff. Um, yeah, like, he's just targeting, like, big superstars just to, like, kind of hopefully somebody will loosen their hinges and, you know, tell them, like, hey, I'll bail you out or give you this sum of money to keep your mouth shut about me. Um, you know, he's already mentioned Roman Reigns and Mark Wahlberg targeting those two, and maybe his actual clients are like, oh, maybe he'll spill his mouth, keep, like, spill that he's been selling to me, actually. Uh, hopefully that, you know, they'll bail him out. As far as this goes, like, same with Roman, it's like, you know, we all make mistakes. We're all humans. He's learned, like, what, two years ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's gotten clean. He's, you know, went back down the right path. He's been following things by the rules. And with WrestleMania coming up in the Royal Rumble, you know, those are big ticket winners and, you know, looking for his fourth, what, main event at WrestleMania? Yeah, his fourth WrestleMania main event in a row. Yeah, it's like, that's that's on the line. It'll sit with, like, a big payday. You know, you kind of don't want to put that at risk. And, yeah, just shit. Right. But with this guy, it's like, why are you going to lie about it? Why don't you just tell the truth? Because you're, like, this is playing with somebody's life here. Right. Mm -hmm. That's, like, somebody, like, that I know that I've, like, let's say I had intercourse with a friend of mine. And they went to the cops and said that I raped them. That's playing with somebody's life. Yes. Or, you know, like, in this case, like, you know, you know how I I lived, but I'm not going to be the one to take you know, drugs, and well, let's say I hit the big times, and you know, I'm in the WWE, or I'm on the movie set, and some guy's like, oh yeah, I used to sell to him steroids, that's why he's as big as he is now. No, that's playing with somebody's life, and that could cost me my job, my family, and just a lot of things. Right, I mean, because if something comes out to where, you know, there's actual proof that Roman Reigns did, in fact, buy from this guy, then, yeah, WWE, they're going to suspend him. And and this would probably be, like, you know, they, they would probably have to rethink, you know, how they market Reigns because, I mean, he's pretty much, you know, their top star right now. He's like John Cena, you know, their, their cash, cash cow. Right. And he's probably going to be that guy for the next 10 years, probably, because John Cena, he's down to part-time status, so... You know, John Cena is not their biggest guy anymore. It's Roman Reigns. So, I mean, but yeah. But once you're in that in that spot, you know, 
I mean, there's going to be people out there, you know, that are going to try to tear you down and, and they're going to try to put out bullshit stories about you. You know, it happens to everybody, but I mean, I'm hoping for Roman's sake that, you know, this guy's just full of shit and that he's lying and that he actually didn't sell steroids or performance enhancing drugs to Roman Reigns. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like I, I, I'm somewhat of a fan of Roman. I, just don't approve some of the things that he does. Well, it's like you're gonna, you're really gonna throw away, help destroy somebody's career for your own what personal gain? At what ten years in prison? Yeah, you're not even gonna be able to enjoy destroying somebody's life. Like let's let's be an adult here and not throw somebody out there like that. Right, and he claims that he's been someone to like. You know, A-list celebrities, and I guess he, this company that he had made $10 million from their sales. That's a lot of fucking money to be selling illegal drugs. That is. Like, Jesus Christ. And then, yeah, man, so... But I'm hoping for Roman's sake that he did not, you know, buy anything from this guy. I'm hoping as well, because, I mean, this can really fuck up his life. It should. I mean, it could, you know. So, I mean, we'll just have to see what happens as the story develops. Uh, Roman Reigns is set to defend the Intercontinental title this coming Monday on Raw 25 against The Miz. Uh, and then we'll see what happens with Roman Reigns from there on. story it's another wrestling related story this is kind of a wrestling centric podcast so i mean if that's not your cup of tea i apologize you know it's just you know a business that you know i i really enjoy talking about and uh you know and it's a it's a, it's a business I, I love so so just bear with us here uh jim ross who is you know was a long time uh commentator for wwe jim ross Still commentates, you know, he just does stuff outside of WWE, uh, legendary announcer. Um, Jim Ross, he uh, took to Twitter today and said that the, uh, the suspect who uh, was involved with his wife's death, his wife died um, several months ago. Um, you know, she was on her, her Vespa which is kind of like a motorcycle. Um, and then there was a 17-year-old kid who was texting while driving, and he hit her. Uh, he wasn't paying attention to the road, and he and he hit her. And it caused a catastrophic brain injury, which caused her to die. Um, yeah, she had multiple skull fractures. It was a, a, a very tragic accident, and Jim Ross lost his wife. And the case against the kid has been... Uh, the charges have been dropped, and yeah, it, it and it, it's sad. It really is. Uh, Jr. He tweeted uh, this morning. Norman Judge Stephen Stice felt compelled to dismiss vehicular homicide charge against a 17-year-old and my wife Jan's death. The state objected to no avail. The driver never even lost his driver's license. Sad world in which we live, in folks. 
I feel so fucking bad for JR. I really do. Um, I, I can't. It's, it, this is bullshit. And then the reason why the judge felt that he needed to dismiss the case was because the 17 year old uh, had was was had counseling and he had undisclosed community service. Are you fucking kidding me? He's 17 years old. He's almost an adult and he's getting off the hook, you know, with vehicular homicide. This is fucked up, man. This is so fucked up. You know, what's even worse about this is that, um, now knowing that this kid just got off the hook about killing this woman, He's not going to brag about it, and if somebody, like, steps to him, you know, starts drama, he's going to probably play that card like, oh, keep talking, and I'll run you over with my car like I did that one bitch, and I get off the hook. And he's probably going to do that, just saying. But it's like, me, I'm 20 years old. Every time I get in a car with someone, I make sure that they're not on their phone. Like, if I'm in the car with my mom, even, even you. It's like, I will remind you, like, hey, get off your phone. I'll let you get on it when we're at a stoplight or at a stop sign. You know, we're stopped. But get off it. And even when I'm driving, I won't get on it while I'm driving behind the wheel. I mean, like, I might, you know, change the song and whatnot if I'm playing music off my phone. But I don't text people when I, when I drive. Hell, I don't even answer the phone half the time when I'm driving. Because it, it's a distraction, you know? I mean... It really is. I mean, I've been guilty of texting and driving, but at the same time, it hasn't... I haven't been stupid to where I didn't fucking, like, you know, pay any attention to what was going on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And this kid, he he, he killed her, you know? Like, he, she's dead because of his stupidity. You know, and this is the problem, you know? Like, and if any, any of young drivers that are listening to this show... Please don't text and drive. You know, I mean, I know, you know, that's a cliche and it's, it's dumb, you know, but, you know, don't text and drive because, I mean, because if you do, then you're not only putting yourself at risk, but you're putting everybody else at risk as well, you know, because let's just say you're on your phone texting so-and-so and then and the next thing you know, you know, a car comes out of nowhere and you hit them and then you get into a bad accident. Not only, you know, you hurt yourself, but you also hurt the person that you wrecked into. Or what if you're like driving down the road and a little girl's ball like goes into the street. You're texting so-and-so. Like, let's say you're texting your mom, your girlfriend, you know, a family member, and you just hit this little girl. What are you going to do? You now have a little girl's death on your hands. Right. That's blood on your hands. Exactly. You can't wash that away. You can't do anything to get that off. That is there for the rest of your life. Exactly. And now he has to live with that every day, you know, that he killed a 55-year-old woman, you know. And he, he went to counseling? What did he go to counseling for? I don't know. I mean, I don't know the full details. It's just that I was a part of his sentence or whatever that he would go to counseling and do undisclosed community service. In my opinion, that's not enough. That, like, I would have took his license away. I, that's just me. I would have took his license away and sentenced him to more counseling and possibly, you know, therapy. No, no. If I was a judge in that case, here's what I would have done personally. I would have gave him 
a, um, I would have given him a year in prison and I would have given him five years probation on top of it. And his license would have been suspended. Don't drop the soap. I mean, I know that seems kind of stiff to charge him as an adult, but in my opinion, you know, he shouldn't have been texting on his phone. You know, that is true. Like when I was 17 years old, let me just be honest with people here. When I was 17 years old, I got caught stealing from Walmart. I got caught and they could have charged me as an adult and I could have went to jail, but they didn't. They charged me as a minor, you know, because I was still 17 years old, but they could have charged me as an adult. And that could have fucked up my life even more than I already did with sports, school, you know, outside life. But, yeah, he should have been charged as an adult for killing this woman. Right. Period. I mean, no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, I know, the, I know the kid's 17, but at the same time, I mean, he has a license. You know, he was in full, uh, he was fully able of his own actions. You know, it wasn't, he was he wasn't drunk, you know, he wasn't uh you know, he was in full knowledge of what he was doing, you know. And and look, like here's the thing, like I could have seen like if he was unable to see her, like let's just say, you know, like she came out of nowhere, you know, let's just say for example, she wasn't paying attention to where she was going and then he hit her, then yeah, then that would have been an accident, you know, he didn't mean to you know, hit her. Or if the visibility was low, let's just say it was foggy or whatever, and he and he didn't see her, you know, then I would have understood, you know, it's an accident. But at the same time, he wasn't paying any attention to what he was doing, and he's a licensed driver. It's like when my uncle got in a car accident. You know, he was grieving over my great grandfather's death and everything. You know, when you cry, your 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 vision kind of gets blurred because of the tears. Mm-hmm. He got in an accident and lost his arm, but he didn't have control over like he didn't have full control over himself mentally. He was you know broken, and with a lot of people, it's like when you're mentally broken, you don't have much control over what's going on around you and what you're doing. He was behind the wheel when this happened. Luckily, I'm glad he's still alive. You know, but. I mean, he lost control of his vehicle, spun out of control, wrecked, and lost his arm. But this kid, he had control over everything. You know, that text is not important. You That text can wait. And I do, a lot of people do it to me, too. Like, they'll text me every once in a while, you know, just to hear from me. Or I'll do it to them. But, like, when I'm at work, I won't respond right away to a text if I'm dealing with, like, a customer or I'm doing my job. I won't text him right away. I'll text him when I'm not busy. Yeah. And which that's what the kid should have done. Right. When he's not driving. Right. So like, you know, while I'm texting somebody and if you're driving, do not text me back right away. Wait until you're, you know, you're at your destination or you, you know, like just, it can wait. It can wait. I mean, trust me, it can wait, ladies and gentlemen. You know, that text message can wait. It's not that important. You know, a text message, it can wait, but replacing a life, you know, that doesn't... That's impossible. It's impossible. You can't replace a life. Right. 
But, you know, my, my heart goes out to Jim Ross. You know, he's one of the greatest announcers in the history of the wrestling business. And, you know, and it's just something that he has to deal with every day. You know, he, that his wife is no longer with him. And, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, my, I give my best out of J- JR. Hulk Hogan is in the news once again, and uh, a political consultant by the name of Roger Stone is apparently trying to convince Hulk Hogan to run for the United States Senate. He spoke to Patrick Slevin in an interview about, uh, about this. Roger Stone says, I am somewhat surprised that President Trump has decided to endorse Ron DeSantis since DeSantis most definitely did not support the nomination of Donald Trump. I do think DeSantis has been a most effective advocate for the president in terms of blowing apart the cover-up of the egregious corruption with the Obama Justice Department and the parts and hit squad assembled by special counsel Robert Mueller. At the moment, I am more focused on persuading Hulk Hogan, whose real name is Terry Bollea, to challenge Governor Rick Scott for the United States Senate nomination in 2018. At a minimum, I hope to convince Hogan to body slam Scott in every debate. If the governor is under the impression that his political responsibility for $1 billion in Medicaid fraud is no longer an issue, he's wrong. Hulk Hogan should not be running for the United States Senate. Fuck him. He's a piece of shit. He's racist. And, and, and now I know people are like, whoa, what the fuck? It's It's true. I don't give a fuck, guys. I despise Hulk Hogan as a human being. I think he's a fake. He's a piece of fucking shit. He's racist. He's he's a phony. Yeah, he's fucking fake. And and it's bad enough that we got that toupee-wearing motherfucker Donald Trump in office, and now we have potentially have Hulk Hogan running for the goddamn United States Senate. Are you fucking serious? There's a reason why Hulk Hogan is no longer involved with the WWE. And it's because of the shit that he that came out of his mouth, that racist ass shit that he said. I mean, here, I'll fucking, I'll, 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 I'll fucking play some audio for you guys. Pull it up. I'll, I'll fucking pull this up for you guys real quick. Pull up the evidence. I mean, me as a kid, I used to look up to Hulk Hogan, you know, be as strong as him, be like him, you know, be a man, macho man, be able to be, I have big old muscles, rip off my shirt. But like after hearing that, what he said, that made me think of him as less of a person. Right. And he's just, a, he's, a, he's a piece of shit. I, I, I can't. He's I, racist. I'm sorry, but I, I can't, I can't hide how I truly feel about Hulk Hogan. I can't. You know, it's it's fucked. Alright, here's the audio, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, well, they got basically did more for her a year than anybody's done. Okay, he had one song after ten months that she wrote a backup or a backup or a backup and momentum, but I try to be the realist. If this is your option, you go to option. 
said if you're gonna fuck with niggers pick a rich one are you serious really that's that's what this man said i'm not nope nothing into it i i cannot believe that this is the type of motherfucker they want to run for the goddamn senate look there's only one wrestler who has been a successful politician and that is jesse ventura Jesse Ventura knows what the fuck he's doing, okay? He was a a successful governor for Minnesota. But Hulk Hogan for the goddamn Senate? Fuck that. No, uh uh-uh. No, no, fuck that shit. He's a piece of shit. He's a racist. Fuck him. And here's the thing. I respect Hulk Hogan for his contribution and his impact on the wrestling business, but him as a human being, fuck that. Nope. Uh-uh. Let's just say this, ladies and gentlemen. I don't approve of even Cody using that word, and every time he does, I hit him. And trust well, me, I, mean, I hit hard. Well, here's the thing. Like, I, I, I say it in a joking manner, because here's the thing. I'm not racist at all. I have a black stepfather, and I have half-black siblings, you know, and Marcel is half-black as well, and he's my best fucking friend. But here's I'm the thing. Race. But here's the thing. Like I like if I ever use that word, it's not in a in a racist manner. It, I'm, I mean, I mean, sometimes you know, make jokes about make jokes and and whatnot. I know that's not the right way to go about it either. But and but and I just you know, I was quoting Hulk Hogan by you know what he said. You know, I mean, just to make a point of how vile this motherfucker really is. And not to mention the rumors of him having a thing for his own daughter. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's disgusting. It is disgusting. But it's like, I I allow Cody to, you know, I don't approve of the word, but I allow Cody to, like, you know, make his jokes. Because I know they're jokes. It's not like he's literally calling somebody. Unless, I mean, there are times, you know, people do act legit like one, but it's not like, we either one of us say it, right? Like I, I don't say it, you know, in a, in a, you know, in a manner to where it's going to offend anybody, you know. I mean, like, because here's the thing: I, I, I don't think that word should be used in everyday vocabulary at all because it's a derogatory term, it's a racist term, and it should never be used, and it should never be used ever. Like it, ever, ever, you know, I mean, how that was a word that, that was used to describe slaves back in the day, you know, black people back in the sixties and whatnot. It's a word. It's a term that should never be used. I know? had somebody actually describe me as one and even decide to even call me one. 
I almost got fired. I even, like, you know, sent to jail for it. But, you know, good thing I know how to hold myself back. Uh, right. It's something that it's just a word that should never, ever be fucking used. It really should. And now we and, have a uh, racist Hulk Hogan trying to run for Senate. Right. And, and and I don't believe that bullshit that he's a changed man and that he's a born-again Christian. Fuck that shit. He is not. He's he's fake as fuck, man. I'm, I'm telling you, Hulk Hogan is fake as fuck. Fucking no. <laughs> Ugh. All right, moving on. So, uh, Marcel and I, we've uh, talked about concussions and stuff in the past on the podcast. And, well, there's a new study out about CTE. And CTE is um, it's it's um, it's when you have severe brain damage, and uh, the these people that did this study about CTE, they're saying that it's not more it's not so much concussions that cause CTE, it's uh, multiple hits to the head. Uh, it's not it's not just concussions. I mean, concussions are a big part of it, but there it's not totally the cause of CTE. Um, and Marcel and I both have played football in the past, and uh, and there are times where you, you know, get hit in the head a lot. You, you know? bust your head and you bust your ass. Right, it happens. But, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, like, fucking sometimes you get hit and you get hit hard. You know, I mean, we both had concussions. We both know what that's like. And we've both get hit in the head, you know, uh, we both have gotten hit in the head and, you know, and there are times where, you know, I mean, you know, where you can hit your head on shit and I mean, the skull is only going to protect you so much. Yep. But what, what does you, what do you think about that? Do you think it's more so concussions or is it the multiple hits to the head that do worse damage to your brain? I would go with multiple hits because, I mean, concussion, yeah, you're going to hit your head. you got to be careful with that. But it's like when you hit your head so many times, that's what gets you to a concussion. Right. So I would go with more of it's the hits to the head than anything else. Exactly. And so basically the study, they're saying that um, fucking uh, concussions aren't mo- – more so the cause of brain damage it's hits to the head and that goes back to our whole discussion about Daniel Bryan uh, who's a WWE wrestler who's trying to get himself cleared to return to wrestling and uh, WWE does not allow him to come back to wrestle because of his concussion history but should this shed more light you know that it's not more so concussions that cause CTE I think it should, you know, open up the eyes to others that, hey, it's not concussions that really cause it. It's it's the hits of the head. Right. You just got to watch out for those. Pretty much. Like, then we just, I just heard about, um, yeah, you were just telling me about Paige. Yeah. Who, you know, her career has ended from a move that, you know, gave her some neck damage. And that's like another case, you know. It's like certain... 
situations, certain outcomes will cause certain things, you know? Yes. Like in her case, she got hit like in the shoulders. She probably got whiplash, hurt her neck. She's now done. Mm-hmm. The concussions. He probably got hit, like Daniel Bryan probably got hit in the head enough times, got a concussion, got, I don't know, severe concussion, and now his career is done. You know? And, well, and at least in WWE. Well, yeah, but it's like sports need to watch out for those hit to the head and really watch for those because mm-hmm. that's what's going to like really end their careers. Right, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, people, like, I, I really think, and this is a, a, a topic that comes up a lot, you know, but it's important to talk about, you know, because, you know, if you've got kids or even yourself, if you play sports, you, know, you got to be able to protect yourself, you know, and if, if you plan on continuing your professional career or, or continue to your athletic career uh, in college and, and on the professional <clears throat> level, excuse you, <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Shit. Um, if you plan on continuing a career on the college and professional level, got to be able to protect yourself, you know, from injuries and especially head injuries. It's very important. Australian prostitute is our next topic here. Oh, my favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's not the kind of prostitute that you're thinking of. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but yes, this past Friday, an Australian jury has convicted a transgender prostitute of causing grievous bodily harm by knowingly infecting a client with HIV. But yeah, so this, this person... No, no, knew full well that they had HIV and still had sex, unprotected sex with a client, and now this person has HIV. I mean, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. If you're going to have sex, wear a condom. And if you have any form of STDs, then you should let your partner know beforehand. Like, hey, um, I know you want to do this and everything like that, but I just need you to know that I have... You know, HIV, chlamydia, gonorrhea, herpes. Like, legit, you know. the last person I had slept with, they asked me if I had anything. I told them no, because I don't have anything. But they're being honest with me. And I even asked them back, like, do you have anything? I got the same response back, no. You know, so we were good. We don't have anything. Right. But it's a simple fact that ask before doing, because, I mean, if I were to just... You know, if I would have just stick it in and then ask afterwards, it's like, oh, well, I'm too late. I already have it. Right. And, you know, and this might be a little personal and whatnot, but, you know, I'll go ahead and talk about it. Um, I had a herpes scare about a couple months ago. Um, I was I was in a relationship at the time with a girl, and um, she had noticed that she had some um, some sores on her uh, vagina, and she went to go get go get it checked out, and she was in intense pain from urination, and she, you know they barely diagnosed this was herpes, 
and she told me that I better get tested as well. And I was having a lot of the same symptoms. I was, you know, having painful urination. I was like, you know, like it hurt to piss. And I thought I had it too. But when my test results came back, they said I was negative for everything. So I don't know what caused that. Maybe I had a UTI, you know, like an early urinary tract infection, which can cause a lot of those same symptoms, you know, the painful urination and whatnot. But yeah, so I mean, her and I are no longer together, and that's that's you know that was a mutual decision. But any, but yeah, I mean, so if you're with somebody or if you're gonna have sex with somebody, you know, just wear a condom. You know, that's the that, that's the best policy to have and whatnot. And if and if you know, and that it prevents situations like these from happening. And now both of them have HIV, and they will be dealing with that for the rest of their lives. And as we all know, HIV later, later turns into AIDS. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a fucked up situation, if I say so myself. Yeah, it's like, you wear a condom, practice safe sex, unless, one, you want to catch something and you want kids. I've been lucky so far not to catch anything, and, you know... I'll probably start, you know, doing a better job of practicing safe sex. But, I mean, I also don't have any kids right now. I kind of want kids. I'm mentally stable somewhat to have kids. I can handle kids, but it's like I don't have any right now. I'm not too worried. I know how to take care of them. I know how to raise them. But, you know, just practice safe sex unless you're ready. Right. I mean, it's different, like, when you want to have kids and whatnot. But... But yeah, but in the meantime, you know, practice safe sex, wear a condom, you know, some kind of, you know, contraceptives, you know, I mean, I can't stress that enough, you know, so I mean, yeah, practice safe sex. I mean, majority of time I do wear a condom when I have sex. Um, There's some times where, you know, I mean, just say fuck it and go without, but never do that. Or unless you want to end up with the situation I had, and I, and thank God I don't have anything at all. Uh, I was really fucking wigged out there for a second, but yeah. I mean, and if you do have an STD, then well, I mean, sometimes it happens. You know, you just have to learn how to how to live with it. You know, I think most of the country has herpes. You know, I mean, I did a lot of research on it. You know, when I, when I thought I could have potentially had it, and actually, most of the country does have it. So, I mean, yeah, so, uh, and some people don't even know they have it. Um, like, you could have no symptoms at all and still have an STD. So, just because you're not seeing any symptoms or anything like that, that doesn't mean you have anything. So, get yourself tested on a regular basis. Straight up, son. I mean, like, same goes with me. I don't have anything. I'm kind of glad. Um,. I think I heard about that same study. I think you're telling me about it too. Uh, but you know, just just be safe, people. Be very safe. All right. For real. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that will do it for the podcast this week. I'd like to thank everybody for listening and tuning in. You can listen to this podcast on Pippa, 
uh, search up CNM Podcast. And it's also on iTunes, Stitcher, and your favorite podcasting platforms. I'm Marcel Devin, and I'll also say before we close out. Stay tuned, you know. Maybe we'll come up with some more crazy shit to say, like we did in our last one. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned, and we'll talk at you next week. Peace out. Deuces.